0: Well, good morning. Um, uh, uh, Carolyn O'Neill's father, you know, I think we mentioned it last week, passed. Well, we didn't know it last week. Carolyn O'Neill's dad passed away. He's the Roman's director. Passed away um, Sunday night. And um, they had the service for him uh, on Thursday. And it just was, you know, man, I mean, 91 years old. And almost 92, and lived a full, full life. Loved the Lord, and it was just a, you know, so be praying for them. You know, he was married 69 years, and Marianne, his wife, is still alive and kicking, and kicking more than some other people, and and so just continue to pray for them um, during that time, of loss. But it sure does kind of put things into perspective about so many ways. Um, today's lesson is: uh, Do you have a heart like David? And um, When I first started studying for Psalm 119, these 10 words right at the very beginning, um, I studied about and I thought, okay, Lord, when do I teach that? And so now today's the day that he gave me to teach that. And what I find is interesting is that, um, and there's two interesting points to this. You know, we've always heard that Eskimos have more, uh, in the Eskimo language, that there is more words for snow than what we have in the language because it's so important Eskimo, It matters to them, Okay. Well, so I went online to kind of figure out if that was really true, and, and the answer is it's really not true. They don't have that many more words for snow. But the point of that is um, David, uh, in Psalm 119, uses really ten different words for the word. The Bible, I mean, the laws, the precepts, the commands, the statutes. And each one of them had purpose and meaning behind them. And, um, and part of that, I believe, is because David had such a love for the word. And so each thing meant something different to him. It wasn't just the word. I mean there was more that came to it in the same way if it were true. Eskimos and how important snow is, whether it's a soft snow or a slushy snow or a wet snow, that is what matters to them. And so if we really want to have a heart like David, I think it's important for us to really know the word. So um, let's just kind of go through each one of these. The first word is his law. One of the words, one of the ways that he uses it in the scriptures that we're looking at today, oh how I love your law. It's my meditation all day. And they can use the word law because they are enacted by him as sovereign. He's the king. He's, and, he, and he can say, this is the law. I'm going to put it in writing. And it's the law because he's sovereign. And so whenever we, re, we, we see law used through the Psalms or anywhere else, we can say, you know, God, you're sovereign. And you gave us this law because you're sovereign. And you're good in your sovereignness in those ways. The second one is his way. His way. Because they are the rule. They, because they are the rule, both of His providence and our obedience. His way. This is the way God does things. This is how He does things. His way is this way. His way is that way. This is how He does it. And in the same way in our lives. If we want to know, you know, this is the way I need to walk. This is the way to walk in it, and we need to walk fast through that way. Does that make sense? Um. I thought I had made a note of where they were and other ones, but I didn't. But who can find a way real quick? They usually. Anyways, you guys understand that. Number three, his testimonies. Now verse 99 of what we're going to look at today. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation, because they are solemnly declared to the world and attested beyond contradiction. His testimonies. So when we read his word, they're testimonies that we can give, that we can promise, that we can find our promises on. Number four, his commandments. Because when given with authority, and as the word signifies, they're lodged with us as a trust. His commandments. Their directions, their orders, they're given with authority, and it's a trust that he gives us in those kind of things. 127, therefore I love your commandments above gold and above fine gold. Um, 72 is also a cross-reference on that. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. You know, it's, it's precious. His, his commands are precious to us. Number five, and I had never thought about this, his precepts, because he's pre- prescribed to us and has not left indifference. It's a prescription. I have never thought about precepts meaning it's the root word being, or being of the same root of prescription. It's, here's, how we do, here's how you do it. Here's exactly what the doctor ordered. They're his precepts. This is how you walk in those ways. Um, his word, or um, it's also can use as his saying, because it's a de- declaration of his mind. And Christ, the essential eternal word, is in and in all, in and is all in all in it. Um, I mean, we're studying John one. You know, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning, verse fourteen. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Both of those are memory verses that we're working through. I mean, his word. And this, this is his mind. This is his essence. This is Jesus. You know how I am about the Bible. I don't like to put it on the floor. I don't like to put another book on top of it. And it's not because there's something special about this physical book in the sense of it's not an idol that I worship, but on the same time what it represents. And it's Jesus. I mean, it's Jesus. I mean, I remember Beth Moore telling stories, and I don't even know when this one Carol probably even knows, you know, she would like sleep with the Bible on her head. She just wanted, she just wanted to immerse herself in the Word. And know the word so well and that's so important. What's number
1: three?
0: Number three was his testimonies. Oh. Oh my goodness, do you want white out?
1: No. Do you want another sheet? I got more. No, it's okay. What's number four? Is it uh, commandments? Precepts. No commandments. Are commandments, number four. that's what I missed.
0: And six is his word. Number seven, his judgments. Judgments. There's only one E in judgments. I always struggle with that. His judgment because framed in infinite wisdom because by them we must be judged and are judged. His righteousness. Number eight, his righteousness. Because it's all holy, just, and good and the rule and standard of righteousness. My eyes long for your salvation, for the fulfillment of your righteous promises. They're true. They're right. Um, Number nine, his statutes. Statutes. Okay, this is another, I hadn't thought about statutes and what they really mean. But they are, because they are fixed and determined and have perpetual obligations. And so they're like a statue because they stand forever. They're never changing, they're permanent. And then lastly, his truth or faithfulness. Because the principles upon which the divine law is built are eternal truths. So that's Matthew, that's Matthew Henry's commentary on Psalm 119 is where all those came from. A great way, and we'll talk about it at the end, really, what I want you to do is to really figure out a way to saturate your mind with the word. Drown yourself with the word. And a great thing to do is get a concordance, either physical concordance or go online. There's Bible, uh, Blue Letter Bible Online is a great, blueletterbible.com is a great source of tons of information. And they're online concordances, online commentaries. There's audios that go with that, videos that go with it. their are dictionaries. are all free. I mean, Blueletterbible.com. Blue Letter Bible. Hmm. Bible, Bible Gateway is also a great way to do searches and, and see lots of different translations. The Blue Letter Bible really pretty much just focuses on the King James. I think it might have the NIV, too. But the best thing is all the commentaries that can go along with it. Carol called me. Carol, when was this? Um, um, two, six weeks ago, she called me because she, when she lost her home in Ike, um, a bunch of ladies up that work at CBD or up in that area. Gave you a gift? What was it? You want to tell them? Well,
1: they gave me a gift card for 170 dollars for CBD. Yeah. And so I was trying to think about a study Bible, and then I've still got the gift card because Becky told me about.
0: Well, well, and it's, it's actually, I, and didn't Pat also tell you about it? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, she, not said the, she said to buy the bribery? <laughs> yeah. 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 But Blue Letter Bible. So you don't have to go buy these volumes of commentaries. I mean, hundreds of dollars worth of information, biblical, solid, biblical information is online at Blue Letter Bible.com. to the point of, and that's where I get a lot of my definitions come from there. I, look, I click on that and it says, okay, what does this mean in the original Hebrew and the Greek on those? So it's a great way to do that. Um. In all of Psalm 119, which is 176 verses, only one verse, verse 122, doesn't use one of these words. He uses each one of these words again and again. Oh, this is, wait, let me finish what I'm saying. A great thing you can do is to grab one of these words and just do a search. Pull every single verse that has this word in it. And really look at it and study it to apply it to yourself. Our commands, our precepts. Lord, I need something fixed and eternal. Where, let me read about your statutes. You know, Lord, I need something that's truth, that's going to be deep in my soul. Look up righteousness. You know, God, I need to know that you're sovereign, that you rule over these things. Where is the law? So you can do those, so look up those kind of things. Um, Only Psalm 122, 176 verses, obviously the longest chapter in the Bible, um, longer than many books in the Bible. Um, Only verse 122 does not use one of these ten words. And as we have seen, and we're now, you know, 100 verses into this almost, We'll be at 100 verses. We'll be at 104 when we when we get through today. It's not the same, you know. I remember when the Lord first called me to do Psalm 119. I thought, how in the world can I come up with 22 different lessons on a, this Psalm 119? Because you're just saying the same thing again and again, aren't you? But man, when you really get into it, he's really not saying the same thing again and again. And um, I think I quoted it the first one, but it was Matthew Henry said this too. This is Psalm 119. is not a it's it's not a uh, links of gold rings connected it's just a treasure chest full of gold rings that we pull out as we need and connect to the other gold rings that are around us I think it's important you know 1 Samuel 13 1 Samuel 13 13-14 through 14 is um, where David is talking to um, I'm sorry not David the Lord is talking to uh, um, Samuel when he's about to call David to be the king of Israel. Let me make sure I got that right. I don't know if it's Elijah, Saul, Samuel's talking, but 13. Okay, Samuel's talking to Saul. And Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For then the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not come. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be prince over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded for you. So I want to be like David and be a person, a woman, after God's own heart. I want to know, and I think the only way you can do that is to really know the word. And what's so amazing is he says all these wonderful, fantastic, tremendous things in these 176 verses about God's laws and his precepts and his statutes and his commands and his faithfulness and his truth, and all he had was the first five books. And two of them were Numbers and Leviticus. I mean, you know, I mean, really. I mean, you know, Exodus and Genesis, Deuteronomy, okay, that's good. Leviticus and Numbers, goodness. I mean, you know, but he loved it. And we have, you know, 61 more books. And then and then we're filled with, well, he was filled with the Spirit too, but, I mean, just have, I mean, just the wealth of information that we have available at our fingertips, and we've got to know the Word, girls. David only had the tour, and he absolutely loved it. If we want to have a, a, a we want to be a, a A woman after God's own heart, we have to be in the Word. And we have to know it. And we have to memorize it. I remember when I was 30 years old, I went for my 30th birthday. I had been a believer at that time. So it was 1995, not even 18 months. And um, I went and I wanted to go to a church service on my 30th birthday. And um, that Sunday night, it was a Sunday, and we went to, you know, of course at that point I thought it was some radical way out, assembly of God, you know. And they probably think I'm radical and way out now, but it was Assembly of God pastor, and I did not know the word, but I knew that like everything he said was the word, you know, like he wouldn't like put a verse after it, but he just he just always he just would say the word, and he would just speak the word because he knew it so well, and that was like okay, I want to be like that. I want to know the word, and the only way you can know the word is just know the word, and it just happens. That's what's so amazing. It's like you just stay in it often enough, saturate yourself in it enough. That's why I love. Matthew, uh, I like Matthew. They also have John and Acts, and I don't like it as much. I think it's because it's kind of like whatever you did first that you love. There's a video, a DVD, um, it's called Matthew, and it's the book of Matthew. And it just, the, 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 um, the script is simply the scriptures. It's just, and, it, it is, and it's dramatized, and it is awesome. And I love it. And I would just play that in the background when I would be putting my makeup on. I probably did that for about three years. And um, I didn't like stop and study it or it just, and it just kind of just got in because it's alive and active and it's sharper than a 2 to sword. So not only is it going to go in, it's like a seed that's been planted and it's going to continue to grow and we have to know the word. So anyways, okay, so those are great. That's just good. That's one of those where like, you know, cut and paste and, you know, stick it in your Bible somewhere where you know. So let's look at Psalm 119, 97 through 104 is where we're going to be at today. Oh, how I love your law. It's my meditation all the day. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. So I have five things. What happens when we meditate on his word all the day? And we can spend just a second there about all the day. And I think that's important. So am I supposed to sit in quiet time all the day? No. But med- be aware. Grab a word. Put it on an index card. Play it in your car. I mean, and, and and you know my heart. You know how I love to worship, and I love music. And But we need to not... You know, praise music is not the same as the word. Except there's some things that, for, I mean, first place about that, I think, has 16, 15, 12 D- CDs that all they are, are scriptures woven into, into the word. Well, that's word. That works. And it helps to memorize the scriptures as well. But for the most part, it's just you're singing about Jesus. It's not Jesus. You know, we're, we're reading books about, you know, God and his sovereignty and his power and his might. It's not. It's not God himself, and that's the difference between the word and other things. Nothing wrong with all that stuff. You know I love all that other stuff. But man, know the word and grab the scripture and, and get a hold of it. Um, and so that's how you do it all the day. That's how you're mindful of it all the day. And as challenges, difficulties, choices come into your life. It's like, okay, Lord, how do you want me to respond to this? What is the scripture I can do, use to apply to this? What would, what would your way be in this situation? So, we can be about it all of our day if we're just mindful of it and meditate on it. And you know, you guys have heard of it before, that word meditate is, is the, um, it's an, uh, I guess it's an agricultural word. But it's talking about chew the cud, talking about a horse, I mean a cow chewing the cud. And, a, you know, a cow has two stomachs, it will eat grass, it will swallow, it will regurgitate, and it will chew it again. And it will swallow it again. And that is the same thing that's happening here. I, w- I watched Food Inc. this weekend, which is a documentary about how food is made. Oh, my goodness. Don't watch it unless you want to change what it is. It's kind of like, it's, it's not, I mean, it's not gross in that sense. It's not like they take you like, they show a little bit of going through a meat packing place, but it just talks about how we, um, we have really just, it's become such a business and are we really getting, I mean, like, like cows. I mean, we feed them corn and they're not created to eat corn. They were created to eat grass. And so they have all these issues because they've been eating corn all along. I'll know the story. Um, number one. We can, when we meditate on his word all the day long, we become wiser than our enemies. Wiser than our enemies. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. You know, and it's like, well, who are your enemies? Well, we got a lot of them, you know. And it's, our, it's the flesh, it's the world, and it's the devil. That's who our enemies are. That's who we, we come against us. And um, we need to be... Um, And we need to be mindful that we don't pick on the flesh. We don't pick on the, we don't battle against physical. We battle against the principalities and and the powers that are being. So it's behind those, it's behind those people that are mean to us. It's not really those people that are mean to us. Um, And so we can be wiser than our enemies. So we know how to outsmart them, how to, you know, out trick them. Um, You know, Indiana Jones kind of stuff, MacGyver kind of stuff. I mean, those kind of things that are just like crazy. But man, he'll make us wiser than our enemies. Verse 99 says, I have more understanding than all my teachers. We can gain more understanding than all of our teachers, number two. Gain more understanding than all of my teachers. Teachers being who? Well, that's whoever. I mean, that's whoever teaches you. And I think it can be most in the secular world. um, Like, I think we can apply that both in the sense of if I am in a job and someone's teaching me how to do that job, and I learned how to do that job, but then I eventually learned how to do it better than that teacher. I have more understanding than that teacher. But I think it's also I can, be, I can have more understanding than Beth. I can have more understanding than Pastor Greg. You guys can have more understanding than me. And a true teacher would love for you guys to be smarter than me. I mean, I want you guys to know more than me. I want you to be, I mean, I want you to launch out and, you know, even know more. So your teachers are anybody who teaches you.
2: I think what you just said a minute ago about knowing who is behind who was behind. front of us, but it's really not. It's the spirit that's behind that, that's motivating, that's mm-hmm. controlling them. Mm-hmm. That insight, I think it's what is talking here, because we have because of the precepts, because of the law, the teaching, everything that we learn from the word, and it's part of us, it gives us greater insight into what motivates people, and mm. what's behind what their actions mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. So we don't judge just by behavior.
0: Right, because right. Because we
2: have that insight.
0: Right, and we have discernment. I mean, that's one of the gifts that we'll, the Spirit can give you is discernment. We have understanding on that. killer are you? What are you? What are you searching? Are you just
1: nothing. I was looking up uh, flesh.
0: Where is that verse? Are you looking up the flesh, the uh, enemy, and Peter? No, is I found Peter.
1: Ephesians six twelve. Um, you know, which you alluded to also for our struggle is not against yeah. flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. The one that I can never remember where it is, but where's the verse where it says, um, yeah. where it says, we battle the flesh, the enemy, and the, right. world. the world. It's in Peter. Yeah, it's in Peter. I, think, I mean, first or second, it's one of those that are in there. We could look at Bible Gateway and do that. Does that answer your question, though, about um, teachers? That's who it is. And, um, uh, and I've been blessed. I've sat for 18 years under a lot of different teachers, and some of them I know very well, and, very, and it's, it is... Um, it's great joy for me to sit down with them and share with them about what God has taught me about that. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that's really awesome. You know, that's really a cool insight. And the Lord, it's something the Lord given me. Here's a good example, I think, and we talk about a little bit in this master's program. The Lord gave me a great, um, I won't go into what the analogy is, but a really a wonderful analogy to really explain something that we do in this thing called the master's program called Life Mastery between a baseball and a tennis ball. And I shared it in, at, in front of the guy who put the program together. And he really liked it. I mean, he's like, wow, that is, that's exactly what we're doing. And, um, and so that's more understanding than my teachers. So um, the third one is we develop more insight than the aged. We develop more insight than the aged. Verse 100 says this, I understand more than the age, for I keep your precepts. You know, we're going to be, and what they mean on the aged is both, it's just those sages, those, those wise guys, you know, that have lived life. You're going to even have more understanding than some of those that have been around um, that know everything. They and, so, no. Huh? They don't believe so. You're right, exactly. Oh, yeah, they they might not think so. <laughs> but, and, and, you know, and then there's that balance that comes in There's okay, you know, am I going to argue? That also gives you understanding. I'm not going to argue with this age. I'm just going to go off and do my own thing. <laughs> so. You always can tell you, you can always tell when you're getting to the age when they can tell you how long they've
3: been knowing something.
0: Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've
3: been studying this for 50 years. Mm-hmm. I know how this like. But
0: you do know. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> this week in, in the Master's Program on Thursday, we talked about wisdom and what that is, and it really is knowledge with experience. And that's how you get wisdom. If it's just knowledge, they might have been studying for 50 years, but they don't have any experience now in the real world. You know, they've been studying, they've been teaching marketing for 30 years, right. but they've never done any marketing right. for the past 30 years, right. you know, and they couldn't spell Twitter. Right. I mean, you know. Right. And I mean, it's like social media, what's that? And it really talks about, and this is so, so amazing. Eight, we every change. 18 months. Yeah, we change. Knowledge, there is, knowledge replaces knowledge every 18 months. Mm-hmm. There's more information. Expect
3: different things,
0: so it changes. It changes. So yeah. yeah, I mean the interim freshman, what he learned is as as he or she learned as a freshman, by the time they're also senior, fun. it's almost obsolete. Because mm-hmm. the world is learning and moving and changing so fast. And so you've got to, you're either gonna, I mean this is part of being wise, is that you're either gonna get stuck and not, you, don't, you become risk-averse. I don't want to try something new, you know. And so you don't try anything new, so you, don't, you, you might gain still a whole lot more knowledge, but you don't have any experience in that. You know, you might have read everything on that Google, when you Google social media and marketing, and you might read every single article on there, and that's a whole bunch of knowledge, but you personally have never experienced it. So there's no wisdom attached to that and how to apply to that. Interesting. Yeah, it is. It's a me- I, mean, it's, I mean, it's like, man, we need to be ever learning. Leaders need to be ever learning. I mean, because... And
3: having people, or, or at least have people around them that have the experience and knowledge of to advise them on, Exactly. Because right? if they don't know, it just leads to the other. Right, you know? right. But yeah. see, that's still hard, too, because that leader is so wise. Yep. And when you try to get two cents, they're just like, no, 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 I've been studying this for something. Like, but yeah, but, but yeah. people expect different, and they want different. They want different. Regardless if it's been around for 20, 30 years. This it changes.
0: This Food, Inc., I thought, again, this showed this, that... Um, uh, he was talking about, you know, just going organically and, and grow things and range-free animals and um, use organic stuff and not use chemicals in your milk and things like that. And um, there was this group and that, like, started in the 70s as hippies, and the guy who's in charge of it's been with them, like, this whole 30 years. And he tells a story about, you know, some of his, Stony Field is who it is, the Yo Baby yogurt. And um, they have now got, Walmart now has a contract with them. And Walmart, Walmart says... We did it because the consumer wanted it. They were willing to change and they had to change and people could have, you know, put their, you know, and said, no, we're not doing, you know, our folks don't want any of that. You know, we don't want to change and do all that kind of thing. But it is interesting. Some of the the, the Stonyfield's, um, distributors, as that would be, you know, the farms that they work with, they're kind of mad at him because they went with Walmart, the big mean guy. And it's like, guys, you know, one contract with Walmart impacts millions of people. I can set up farmer, you know, I can put a farmer's market all around here. It's not going to make any difference. So the brand is Stonyfield Yogurt? Stonyfield, Stonyfield Farms is a, the is, yes, is the brand. And it is, and you'll find it at Walmart. And, it's, I mean, I at all the Walmarts. It, you know, it's just like, the, our Walmart organic? has to, It's organic. Milk. Milk, Milk yogurt. yogurt, all that. Stonyfield.
1: You know, uh, I was thinking about we have an authority that, that in first place for health, Dr. Gitu, and uh, he has developed a diet for people that have autoimmune diseases like lupus and MS and arthritis, and, and uh, it's that's what it is. It's uh, no um, no farm raised meat because of all the additives, and uh, and you know it might not be for everybody, but. I, don't you wonder if we're developing so many of these diseases because of everything that's in the food that we eat?
2: That takes you back
0: to Daniel. The, uh, the, oh, yeah, the the Daniel, the Daniel fast. 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 Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, and it really, I mean, this food ink is very, it, it does, it makes you want to change. And yeah. I pretty much don't eat processed food, but All then right. it really gets into how corn is in everything and that we feed. Our animals' corn, and I mean, it just is, and they're not getting the the herbs, and I mean, it just is, yeah, it's really makes you. It's like, dang, I wish I wouldn't have written because now I really know, you know, if you have knowledge and you don't do it, it's sin. Right. You know, it's yeah. like, I know to have my body, I need to probably buy more organic stuff and buy fresh stuff, and it costs more. It really does, it does cost yeah.
3: more. Thing is, I don't eat any processed food, I don't eat any beef or pork, right?
0: Uh, I eat chicken
3: and turkey, but I try to eat so much of so that and eat more sea more right? Fish and shrimp. right right? But with the organic, like I eat organic eggs, I do the organic eggs and the um, milk and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my deal is, I can't. I guess I what I can't wrap my mind around at Central Market when I try to go to Whole Food. Whole Food. Yeah. Um, is it really organic? Is the question. Yeah. I don't know that.
0: Yeah, we, we don't. Yeah, exactly. Because and that's, Cause there's
3: some chemicals in there still. Yeah. Right. Because in order for Whole Food to keep up with the demand, they have to put some. They just don't put as much. Yeah. Than the other stores, so it's kind of like I don't know. That that's something to that's research. it's a re,
0: yeah to figure out what the you know just the process of it.
1: Yeah, and really, my mother was a organic, a true organic gardener. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And she would make um, pesticides with garlic. Yeah. But mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she had to
2: go out every day.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And you planted
2: uh, certain types of flowers beside your vegetables to be an
0: insect repellent. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And wow. I mean, it, it is, um, you know, it just is, it, it, because we have become so important to mass-produce food, mm-hmm. and um, we have created these businesses, and it's a business, it's not really somebody down on the ground that's really knowing what to deal with it, and what they're saying is this, if they don't care the least bit about their chickens or their cows, then they probably don't really care about us, oh. and, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not a vegan, I'm like, yeah, kill the cows, we got full dominion over all animals, I don't have any problem with that. But it really is the truth, if they, teach, if they treat these animals so miserably, how much, how much less do they really care about us for the bottom line, if we know that it's not healthy. I mean, like, and you know what drives it, what drove this? Fast food. Because McDonald's buys more ground beef than anybody else in the world. And because McDonald's buys more ground beef than anybody else in the world, it has to be created.
3: I don't eat McDonald's. The way McDonald's. I don't it's, eat it either. There's nothing in McDonald's that's real. Yeah. Like everything is like processed. I love the,
0: the French fries. is my only processed food that I love but McDonald's. They're but they're not even but potatoes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about. Yeah. Okay. They're not even 100% potatoes. Yeah. They're still processed. Right. Well, it's it, it, and, and because of what <laughs> it they had to really do.
3: That, <laughs> the only thing at McDonald's is real is the salad. It's the crumb. It's the salad. Yeah. But I don't even believe that's like. That's probably. Prob- yeah. It's probably.
0: Well, and that's what they, talk, well, they, what they talked about. And that's why they had to go to these these. Um, cattle are um, cattle ranches where everybody's fed exactly the same thing because the hamburger in St. Petersburg, Florida needs to taste as a hamburger in St. Petersburg, Russia is the same as the hamburger in, you know, South Africa. It's the same beef. And so because of that, that's what's driven all this... anyway. So even the salads, because I have, I have oh, some issues goes. with... McDonald's Anybody that washes
2: their salad in a preservative, I can taste it. Yeah, right? yeah. And I have a reaction to it. And McDonald's, Subway. Yeah, I mean, I any of them. Strong. Yeah, so they keep their lettuce longer. You know what's interesting about the fast food industry is how they have determined our lifestyle now. Yeah. Because when fast food came on the scene, society was not as revved as it is now. Right. Right. It, it enables, right. A high and high in and Yeah. We. Yeah.
0: And that's what we've got to choose. If we will quit going to fast food, right. they will change. Right. It's. To, I mean, okay. if we demand organic, they will change. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I loved it because it was very encouraging at the end of it. It's all a choice. It is. It is 100% a choice. And um, I loved at the end of it is because they said um, the tobacco industry has gone out of business. It really has, and I thought we changed that huge huge industry and from marketing it changed from marketing people it became tacky to be a smoker, mm-hmm. President Obama smokes, but he doesn 't do it in front of anybody you know i mean it, it is as opposed to you know here 's FDR you know on yeah. the radio thing with the big old you know thing going on i mean it, it cha- we can change our culture, and that was <laughs> encouraging to me is okay, can we ever go back to really having farmers that really are farmers and they're not You're just now, you know. yeah, yeah, and, and so well, it can be, a, but we can. It's like, can we at least get a little bit more balance? i what it is can we find some beef out there that's halfway decent? You know, or, or even even we're, fish. We're,
3: we're constantly producing. Yeah, it's not going to slow down. I mean, we're, we're moving at a fast pace.
0: It moves at a fast pace, but the other thing too is, comes in. It is, it's killing America. I oh, am. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally. People are not. They interviewed this. This. Not, they um, don't care. Well, but and they also well, I mean, they can't. That's it. It's but even some of it they simply can't. A family of four, I walk into a grocery store and I can spend 99 cents on a hamburger or I can spend, you know, $2 on broccoli. No, I don't
3: believe that. I, I, I don't believe that. I believe that it's lack of knowledge and just ignorance that it just, they don't know what can be done and in those certain areas. Those- their areas, uh, unfortunately, the, the low-income areas. Right, right. Stores don't have well. That's the true. Fruits, the vegetables, and that. when you walk in those stores, all you see is processed stuff, processed yeah. food stuff right in front of you. As a prime example, you can go in a, in a third ward store. You're going to see ramen noodles everywhere. On each in cab that you go in, mm-hmm. buy for a dollar, six for a dollar. And it's so funny because one day I was in the store and I just threw it in the basket because I hadn't eaten these things in years. Yeah, right. Cycle what I eat. Yeah. I brought one of those things to work. Look at the back of the sodium. It's 1,098 yeah. milligrams of sodium. That that Roman noodle thing is still sitting in my desk because I felt so guilty to even eat it. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I'm
0: not eating this. this well, that's it thing. It's killing <laughs> the Kroger. Can. The Kroger near where Carol and I live. Mm-hmm. We don't go to this Kroger. We actually go to the one at Ella and 34th. But right. you walk in. The, the produce is awful. There's yeah. like this much aisle right. of produce, and you walk in and there's spam. A huge, right. spam, huge display. spam display. Right.
1: Where have you ever seen a spam display? <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. our
0: in neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> and where we live. Yeah. Yeah, where we live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and where we live. Yeah. Because that's what they're buying. Because <laughs> that's what they're buying. <laughs> I, buying. I, I you know, wow. yeah. I, Can I, I agree. Just say one more thing? Actually, no. no. Quick, 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 quick.
2: The retail industry. Absolutely, it's our choice. It.
0: It's our right. choice. We choose it, and they, I mean that absolutely. Good point. That's I'm right. glad you said that. It's the truth. We we have the power. We have that. We have full power, and it will change, you know, if we choose to, if we allow it to happen. Um, where am I at? For, four. 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 Able to hold back. How in the world we got off on that? But anyways, mm-hmm. able to hold back. Um, From evil ways, 101, I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. How true this is. We are about to sin, and I have a word that's been memorized, and I quote that word, and I'll turn back from my evil ways. I mean, the word will allow us to do that if we know the word. We know the word. And then, um, 103, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. We acquire a sophisticated taste for the word. We acquire a sophisticated taste. For the word. And I really, I just actually added that at the end this morning as I was um, reviewing everything. Um, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Um, there's a Job 23, 12. I'm reading through the Bible this year. And when I was reading through Job, it was like, oh my goodness. I mean, I, I mean, I, there wasn't a whole lot I underlined because I'm like, I didn't really understand what inflection are they using here. All that stuff. But Job 23, 12 says this, I, this is Job speaking, I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my portion of food. And so, you know, for me, that's a good verse to memorize. As I go for the second helping or I want to eat everything they serve me at the restaurant and not cut that portion in half. I mean, you know, because, I mean, that's, we got, you know, I just love, I wish I, uh, uh, Vicky probably could tell us because I know she's into China and all that stuff. You know, serving plates, like dinner plates, Fifty sixty years ago were about this big like
1: a lunch plate they
0: 're like yeah. a lunch plate today they' I mean what we use as a dinner plate is a platter
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I mean we, and we put more and we you know clean your plate now forty years ago when we say clean your plate, if your plate was a lunch plate, it was probably just fine to clean your plate <laughs> <laughs> but now we want to clean our plate, so this is a good word for me as I Lord, are your, your commands really are sweeter than me than the portion of food than my portion of food so Number one, I gotta know my portion. Number one, that's just and it's my portion, and what Carol, her portion, because I get that's that gets me on too. You look at somebody and say, you know, well, why can she always, you know, eat that much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not her portion, Becky. You work on your portion. She's gonna work on her portion. <laughs> so it's my portion of food, and that his words are, and I treasure them. <laughs> hey, Wendy laughs because you probably some think some of the same thing. How could she get away with that? You know, and be so skinny. Why but then she it's has it's her good. cholesterol is way over no, there.
3: I eat what I'm supposed to eat 90% of the time. Exactly. So Amen. when I mess up, I'm saying, okay, this week, I'm just, I mean, today, I'm going to eat Mexican. That's right. I'm
0: going to eat what I want to eat, yep. tomorrow, I'm back, I'm back on, back on, on th- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm back on what so it is, like, and it's a lifestyle. And, it's, and I work out. And, and, you work, and there's nothing, here's the thing, that is so it's not food itself that's bad. I mean, we've talked about that before. Oh, back on food. How do we get back on food? <laughs> It's, it's important. It, it food. I mean, Romans eight ten. You can't function your days. You can't. No, I'm so messed eat up. Us all that. I mean, I could, a couple of days where you know, you, i mean, It's about three o'clock, and I've had no protein. All I've had is carbs all day. Right. It's like I am worthless. <laughs> Absolutely, my body is not functioning well. It's not functioning well. Food is not the problem. It's what we do with it and how we do. And even you know, God could have just given us manna all the time. But he gave us garlic and cilantro and. And chives and, you know, basil and dill and... Which are all herbs, by the way. Exactly, which are all herbs, but they're the ones that are the... If I just had meat and didn't have all those things with it, if I just had chicken, I mean, how what's worse, anything worse than a grilled piece of chicken breast with no seasoning on it? Oh, my goodness. Or how about a, a boiled piece of chicken with no seasoning on it? I mean, you know, Exactly. So what really, I want us to listen, memorize, saturate, drown yourself in the word... Um, Bible on CD, Bible on DVD, the Bible online. You can even do it for free. Not if you have a Macintosh because it doesn't work with a Macintosh, but the audiobible.com is a, um, it's an online audio Bible. And you can put that. I would strongly encourage you. you have a computer at home that just sits at home all day and, you know, doesn't do it. same man. Play that and you're gone all day. Let it play. Just bring the word. Okay, oh, wow. Jesus, you're in my house. You know, the darkness can't come in if there's light, right? And he is light. And so, I mean, I think it's better than Brinks or whatever the home security system is now, you know? <laughs> Whoever the, I think somebody bought somebody who bought somebody, but man, play that. If, you know, at the very worst, man, just get a voice recorder. All of us, most of us have smartphones that even have a recorder on it. Read the word and just play it back. Just let it play. There's power in the word and saturate ourselves and saturate our mind on that. And I just have to really encourage you to memorize the Lord has called me. To a huge task, and it's going to take me about two years, but he's given me much grace to do it. And I would encourage you guys to just do something really radical and ask, Lord, I really want to treasure your word in my heart and hide your word in my heart. Ask him to give you the power to memorize the word. Um, Because then we can have a heart like David, you know, that really knows him and knows him well and knows the word. And then we can be able to go back to him and say, hey, Lord, you know, hey, friend, whatever it is, we can quote back, and it will help us do all those kind of things. Come on. I am really like here for the very Really? Amen. 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 I've been that just been empty else have gone. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yay, Colleen, <laughs> thanks. Because I know that was what whenever what was it? Two months ago I said what's your greatest desire? And that was it. And that was it. Well good. So jumping on a plane is not radical. Jumping on a plane is not radical. Okay. Out of a plane or in a plane? Out. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: no, well, like Jump it in, it's fine. He's fine. Like, I just like pray you present
3: the radical. Here you go. Oh, so jumping out of planes not
0: gonna be You go. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna yes. parachute?
2: When are you gonna
0: do that? In the fall. Woo! Okay. Well, it's
2: fall. Just
3: about. Well, yeah. it's not and fall, and
0: he's about so about December, right? When yeah, that's no, fall. I fun. <laughs> go, Wendy. I Watch I it I
3: fun. Okay. It's like
1: quiet. Yeah. <laughs> People
0: are like, are you serious? I'm so. This is my thing. I'm so frugal. I'm so stinking cheap. I think it's not if I want to spend them, because I mean, I'd could do. i do it. You're thinking about
1: flying lessons. Thank you. That, okay. <laughs> You're not that cheap. It's just what you want to do. Well, this is true. Thank this you. is true.
0: <laughs> this is true. She got me on that. Yeah, I'm thinking about flying lessons. So, Anyways, well, let's play. Other people, Other people jump on Other people jump on of my plane. Yeah, I'll fly and you jump. You learn how to jump, I'll learn how to fly. You'll charge her. Hey, that's <laughs> there we go. it. There we go. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for today, and we thank you for your word. What a gift, Lord, that David loved it so much that he could write 176 different statements about about your word father god from just the torah Lord, we have so much more we could write um volumes of how awesome your word is so we thank you for the word we thank you that we have it in written form lord that we have availability and access to it um in a thousand different ways um lord may we be faithful to take advantage of it, lord i thank you for these ladies lord i enjoy this class and and who they are, pray that you would bless them in a powerful way. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.